We're back for our first episode of 2021. We're here to state our goals and let the universe know what we want. And we're not taking no for an answer. It's time to talk about where our businesses and the podcast are headed in the new year. Let's go. Studio Plum. And I'm Sean of Renstead Interiors. We're interior designers, turned internet friends, turned real life friends. Welcome to the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. We're not that hot or that young. Every week, we'll be spilling the tea on how a new generation of interior designers can run their businesses. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the club. club. Hi, Sean. What's up, Rebecca? It's a new year. New year, same shit. New year, new me. (laughs) It's the same me over here. It's totally the same me. It's It's the the same same. us. (laughs) Welcome back, though. It's it's been a min. Y'all, happy 2021. Mm -hmm. Hope you were safe. We hope you're optimistic. Mm Hmm. We hope you drank yeah. yourselves into oblivion. <laughs> yeah, we are alone. just on the other side of 2021 as we record this. And yeah, I'm already starting with a bang, literally. I was really stoked to come back to work after having a few weeks off. I definitely was. Um, I was stoked to shoo my family away out of my house again because this is my space during the week. You, I don't care where you go, it just can't be here. Just can't stay (laughs) here, guys. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm a seven, so I'm the eternal optimist and love a fresh start. I, there's something, um, in like the idea of casting things away for a while, which is nice to be just like to punctuate something with a new year. I'm not big on resolutions. Right. I don't know if you do the whole like, I don't Not know. resolutions. Not but I try to set goals more even just so that I can sit, take the time to sit and listen to my own thoughts and what isn't working and just at least just write them down or saying them out loud I find helpful yeah let's manifest that stuff into reality definitely because or I mean if you don't ever state it then you don't sometimes even know what you're trying to do like I'm not here just to tread water through my whole life so oh my god no also I'm in the like nothing matters just be happy Oh, like I don't want that's like maybe not the impetus of this episode but yeah like part of this is like if the world is going to be chaos and things are going to be all over the place and whatever like let's just make sure that at the end of whatever does happen I'm happy still because that's what really is going to matter through this is I just need to be happy even if I am locked at home even if Los Angeles is burning all around me. <laughs> yeah, and I sometimes, like I have a hard time defining happy, but I think it's just not being unhappy. Like neutral. Oh, okay. 
Well, neutral can be fine as long as you're not high anxiety and stress and disruption with your family or whatever. Like, yeah, happiness isn't like constant exuberance. That's not, no. Yeah. Or just contentment can be happiness for a period of time. I can't be content all the time because I, I just can't You're not live like content that, but... with being content no i'm not <laughs> it's nice to recognize that sometimes content is okay especially when we come out of really shitty times and you're like okay just give me status quo please yeah if if we could just get whatever normality was again or it's um... like when you're sick and you're like oh my god i just took for granted what it felt like not being sick <laughs> like you don't notice like right oh God, now how I'm... crappy it was having a cold yeah or like you don't notice that you're not like right now I'm not sick but if I got food poisoning let's say you would just really just want that would, yeah yeah you would want the like regular times back I think that's or, a good place yeah. to look at thistles and sizzles yeah, to kick okay. off the year um I will jump in my, so here's my, my fizzle. Um, Let's like really make a note of where we are in time. Um, Healthcare workers are starting to get vaccinated, but it's a, it's a mess out there. And I have healthcare workers in my family, my husband included, my sister-in-law, everybody's starting to figure out their strategies and what's going on. Uh, but it's kind of freaky that not like they all have to figure out all these hospitals and medical groups and everybody have kind of been thrown to the wolves of like, there's not a lot of government guidance. There's no preset process. There's nothing, there's nothing out there. So they're all having to figure this out. And and there's no way to share information or data. Like so everybody's right, right, right. Doing there's all it. these limits on what they can do and, and how. And it's just been like, wow, for a whole year. Like the government really wasn't, really has not been helping who the the end user, which is gonna be like distributors, figure out how they're gonna do this. And it's like we literally had a whole year to figure this out. We've known, and there isn't. So if all of you are like, oh, look, uh, I'm seeing people getting vaccinated on TV. I'm going to get mine in a month. Like, no, you like for me and you, well, I don't know about whatever. We don't have to get into health, but essentially I will probably be towards the end because I don't have compliment, compliment. I don't have complicating health conditions. I don't have anything that's going to like force me to a front of a line. I, I I'm... I'm not in the target groups and or unless you just happen to have the situation where there's an abundance of supply and they offer it to you, which is just going to be like kind of a crapshoot. Right. Like you don't know when that will be. They could Mm -hmm. just call, they can literally, they could start sending out emails or blast alerts to patients saying we have doses that have to get used today. First come first serve. And it's like, that's not, that's not a strategy. Um, so patience, confusion, being okay with not knowing, which is really hard for a lot of people. 
and it's hard for me like the the energy of knowing something is coming but not knowing anything about it I'm just staying in the like it's still it's still 2020 in my mind like we don't know there is no vaccine (laughs) kind of like I'll be pleasantly surprised when it does show up when my doctor's office emails me and says make your appointment to come in then I'll be pleasantly surprised even if we got it tomorrow doesn't change anything so oh my god no I still can't go to like my friend's jacuzzi and hang out with them because they're not going to be vaccinated like that's the other thing is if I'm vaccinated and like granted like we're in what people would say I, I don't know how the definitions for essential whatever but essential industry working with construction Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything. Like I have tons of friends and family who are still at home working from home who are not considered essential, who aren't going to get a vaccine till maybe the summertime, potentially. Like, hopefully. Yeah. If we're lucky, they get it together with supply. There's still not enough supply, but okay. Like everyone get happy because they saw some nurses getting vaccinated on TV. Like it's good. But let's not get too excited because, you know, there's hundreds of millions of Americans to vaccinate and we've never done this before. So um, the more you know. It's really uplifting. (laughs) Okay, well, that's okay. In reality. (laughs) Back to to something really important. My sizzle. I got an iPad Pro. (gasps) You did? You didn't tell me that. (laughs) I did. I have been dreaming. I know Barry the lead. Uh, I've been dreaming for a while. I I have had a few meetings um, where I've really, really wished for one, particularly when I want to take a photo and then be able to sketch on top of it during consults. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the photo quality is really great. It's, It's awesome to see things and then you could look scale. like an old man like taking pictures with your ipad <laughs> at disneyland like <laughs> get together smile like oh god um but no, yeah i, I need yeah, to i need you have uh, a pen you have the pen so yeah i have pen? the pen um so i'm look open to having recommendations for software programs do you have a note software that you like or are using yet i mean i just use like the apple note Thing. oh no do you have a Girl. recommendation yeah because i <laughs> of course used one that didn't work in the end last year i used one and now i've moved to good notes good notes i'll give it a i'll give it a looky loo um and i also um, added i get really geeky about this stuff but i don't like the way apps. the pencil it, i don't like the way the pencil is on the screen it's too slippery like i like a toothy paper Oh, so you have like so a I, screen protector? I got this screen thing called. Um, I'll link it in show notes. I don't know what I just did with it. Um, I mean, I'm here for all of the paper like I think it's called, and it helps a little bit not be so slippery. Yeah, but Does it make I the was using that too, so you have less glare. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was using note shelf because they have a pencil, which I like a grainy pencil. I like a digital pencil. Like on the, like when you draw, you don't want it to just be like a marker line. You want it to have some spirit to it. Good notes doesn't have that. 
yeah and it has other things that are better so anyway and it's easier it's a write-off it's totally right off. <laughs> it's a write off. <laughs> um, that was a reward to myself was something yeah. I've wanted, something I can use for my business, something that my business can invest in. Um, and I feel like I'm I'm here for the professionalism of mm-hmm. when I'm at consults to be able to jot things down, you know, like gather information quickly. It's different than taking my laptop to something. I, the functionality of a pen on a document, a PDF or a photo is life-changing for our business. Yeah. Our work. Yeah. I, I use mean, it sometimes, even fly. when I'm at my desk, I use it because it's just easier than going into Photoshop. And Yeah. I think that's what I'm here for is I don't always need something. Stuff fo- out. Yeah. I don't need like photorealistic on everything. I don't need perfect on everything, but if I'm, shop drawing something for the contractor like I want to be able to just like quickly illustrate what I'm talking about and I'm not scribbling on a napkin like then I can email the photo and and it's saved and it's not like a piece of paper that's just gonna disappear in my life which which will inevitably happen happen. so that's my my sizzle um I don't think it quite balances out uh vaccines but Okay. (laughs) Well, you'll have something to play with while you wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um awesome. My yeah, my fizzle, there's definitely a lot of heavy stuff happening in the world right now. But I'm not gonna get specific. I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. (laughs) No, I'm here for that. Um, but it's also yeah, I'm not going to go there right now so okay let, right. but I do feel like and we'll get into this more in the episode with our 2021 goals you and I have been talking a lot about what we're trying to move into mm-hmm. and I do feel like the universe is testing me on that stuff I keep Agreed. having little things coming up I think recognizing it is the first step acknowledging um, you have a problem acknowledging that like you have a problem and the universe is <laughs> fucking with you but yeah because then when you recognize that the universe is testing you on certain things then you're like i am going into this decision willingly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like it didn't just I'm, happen to you right yeah and you're making a choice and then you can make a different choice next time. Hopefully. So please, yes. <laughs> so I think that's happening to all of us. Like just clients coming with their requests that aren't it's just aren't where isn't where we want to be in 2021. No. So navigating that is just a challenge and it definitely gets personal, like not personal, emotional, like self-worth comes up and Mm -hmm. being less than or enough or having values and boundaries, like all of that. It's sticky. something, Something about, there's something about doing something that you didn't want to or knew you shouldn't do that really makes you feel like crap a real dumbass like 
I don't know. It just really can weigh on you. If you're like, I knew I shouldn't, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Versus when you're like, oh man, looking back. I mean, there's something different when you look back at it and you have the regrets and you're like, well, I learned something. But when you're going into it knowing you shouldn't, really it's like shame on shame on me kind of thing because I'm like, damn. Yeah, like do better and I still did it. And like we're not I in our 20s have. anymore. Yeah, we can't Definitely. just <laughs> date the hot dude. That's bad news. Like it's it's just not worth it anymore going to be so much heartache and pain <laughs> and resentment yeah this is kind of fun while it lasts sometimes but <laughs> in this case in these cases it's not really fun so yeah this isn't this isn't the hot guy who rides a motorcycle we're talking about this is the no, project works, that can mess up your world to live <laughs> you're the best working out ever. is overrated okay <laughs> well okay I'll send you pictures. <laughs> we can't all have abs, all right? Like, um, okay. So my sizzle is also um, kind of a good New Year's sizzle. I've been working on my office. My husband thinks I'm crazy. He's like, "Didn't you? Isn't this the third time you've done this office?" Yeah. But so, so but the first time or second time, I was working with like things that I already had. Hmm. So I finally like got rid of like a table that wasn't working. It wasn't fitting or being functional and added to like my little workstation area. Ooh. And Sean influenced me and I got a rug pad, a heated rug pad. I'm telling everyone about those now. That's just like my woo warmer life changer. I think we talked about it. We might have talked about it before, but I will relink in the in the show notes because yeah. it's it's so you don't even need to buy a, the giant expensive like you know eight by ten size one. You could buy, I think you bought a smaller like runner size, so it's less. Yeah, it's expensive. like three by five or something. So it's and just that's right under for, my desk. Oh my god! And it radiates up, mm-hmm. especially like I have these huge windows in my office, which are great, but it's definitely drafty so So you've created like a pocket of warmth underneath you yeah i've got this cute little moment desmond loves it so good to put it in front of your sofa like between your sofa and your coffee table like oh i got a big one for our living room we haven't done it yet but it's um, so it's i mean it is annoying to pick up like a heavy rug and move the pad and then plug it but the programmable thermostat makes it so like it turns on before you get up and it's already I don't think my up. this little one doesn't have programmable but we have a i've had on a smart smart plug so perfect loving yes. it Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. i'm loving it i'm sizzling my feet I'm sizzling. are sizzling <laughs> your new office is going to be more productive you've really put a lot of focus it will not happen overnight to like reorganize it all and make it work and then your work style keeps changing so you're it is adjusting like as you go well yeah like if you added staff if you added like employees again then it it would have to adjust again like it'll go through many iterations which is when i first set it up i it was with that in mind and then i'm like i don't need this big ass table in here it's just me so covid it's just collecting things. So yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's 
Let's move into our goals and dreams. Yeah, our 2021 goals. This is by no means comprehensive of like where we're at. We are not sharing like our personal goals mm-hmm. for the year or this is really focused like professionally. It's an edited. Yeah, it's an edited. And a bridge um, version. We sure. want, I think the main thought was if we share a little bit about where we're at and we can encourage listeners to dream and to set goals bigger, there's a chance for them to also do it if they haven't done it already. But I I don't know. I just feel like when you can check in on these things throughout the year really provides a nice framework and an accountability and... And yeah, just writing it down, like I said earlier, just state state the thing, like... What do you want? Say you want it. Or what do you need? Like, it, it doesn't always... Have, goals don't always have to be wants. I feel like that gets put out a lot. Is It's almost like, well, what are you dreaming of? And it's like, wait, these don't money. have to be dreams. These can be like, I need X in my life. I need whatever it is. Like, it doesn't... These don't have to just be aspirational. Like, it would be nice if... So you and I and our friend Claire, we had a, a meeting last week. <laughs> we sat down and went through like a little um, document that I had found on like reflecting back on our 2020 and stating goals for 2021, but also making smart goals, which is very specific. So I think we can probably link to that. But just so you know, like just saying I want to make a million dollars. Okay, well, that's not how? a goal because you have to say how you're going to do it and start breaking down like. And is it steps. actually achievable? Like, are you going to have to charge a thousand dollars an hour in order to get there? Or right, and are you <laughs> actively searching for new clients? Yeah. Do we should we start with our own, or should we talk a little bit about? What, oh yeah, let's talk what about we the dream for, like for the podcast. Y'all, we have dreams. We had dreams when this started, but we've really, A, been held back on some of them, but also we're optimistic, cautiously optimistic about the year ahead. And one of the things we'd really love to do is see you at market, like High Point. I think High Point's the one we keep going to of like, that's on the list. Vegas is great, but High Point, we haven't been to we'd love to be able to go to high point in the fall if it's safe to do so is sort of on the vision board for sure it was on the vision board last year but a lot of pivoting had to happen <laughs> yeah, so there was a lot of changes to those plans um yeah so like i mean high point neither of us have been for our mm-hmm. businesses but it seems like a really yeah big trip for us to be able to set up some kind of in-person meetup with our hot young designers. All of our hot young friends. And we've got some vendors that we like. And we talked about maybe doing, being able to do a live show or like a live live recording, maybe not live, live broadcast doesn't work because, you know, this is published online, but to be able to do something live where we could take questions and interact and do it in person not IRL. only with each other, but with other guests or people would be really cool. Um, so cool. Yeah, that'd be a big one. 
yeah so a lot's wrapped up like a lot of our goals i think are kind of divided between can we travel and Gosh, yeah. see people including yeah. our each other so that's uh-huh. out of our control yeah but we can still put it out there just right keep getting pushed we are also just to be on the up and up we are also actively pursuing sponsorship so we um i think we'll have a couple coming up which we're really excited about and we've talked about the show needing to be financially sustainable as a business model not just from a creative standpoint and from a community standpoint but that if we're going to invest in this in hot young designers club separate from our businesses it needs to invest in us back (laughs) it needs to fill a couple buckets in return and i think if if we we from the beginning have thought of this as a business and as it's grown we've been so happy to have actually a business now it it is and I think we just want to still be, we're really cognizant of if we're bringing on sponsors that they are contributors and authentic to our community and what we want. And that this is still like, this is our baby. So I'm not going to- Yeah, we're gonna, not going to have like diet I'm not going to let my daughter date the motorcycle guy. I'm sorry. Like- <laughs> <laughs> And we're not going to just have <laughs> random sponsors that have nothing to do with us or a show or anything we believe in. So, so essentially, we're not going to sell out. <laughs> not yet. No, we're not. We're not going to turn into corporate sellouts. We're not. We're not. That's not in our fantasy for the show. Yeah. No. But it's it's going to. Although be out we would there. like to sell out some kind of. <laughs> show or product or something yeah and i think that's also ties into other things that's we'd a like good to segue plan. huh i just like and we totally... don't you guys it's like we do this for a living or something <laughs> um we also are looking ahead there's a monumental effort that goes into creating them and making them valuable for all of you but we are again intentionally putting things into the universe of developing workshops, webinars, or short courses, things that are achievable, that are easily executable. We don't want to overthink some of it and we want to be able to grow and scale with all of you. Um, So we've got some- Well, we would just, like most importantly, we want to provide value. There's a lot of like online stuff and workshops and some are good Co- and some everyone's aren't. A, so. Everyone's a coach. And then also like you buy stuff, but don't know what you're getting. And then sometimes you're let down. We don't want to create that same experience for any of our hot young designers. We really want everyone to walk away feeling like, oh, this was worth it. Like I want, yeah. I, I don't want that energy because we've experienced that in other investments. We don't want to be a source of that to other designers. Right. And really, at the minimum, I think we can accomplish getting some merch out there. Like, y'all want some hot young designer t-shirts? Yeah. Well, we've not had people hot. ask for it. I know so. we've we've had the not that hot, not that young. 
some install day stuff for you and your teams. I need that. Um, we just want it for ourselves. We'll be our first customers for sure. I mean, isn't that how it works though? When you work, like people who work at, who own a clothing shop end up taking stuff for themselves. Like, yeah, but I want that. I do. Too. So if you want some hot young merchandise, <laughs> the hot young merchandise club. <laughs> um yeah it's gonna be hot it's coming it's coming we've we've put a lot of a a lot of ideas out there and a lot of things were in their like incubator stage last year and i think it's kind of a metaphor for what 2020 what 2020 was and now we're ready to move it into like birth and infancy in 2021 yeah let's yeah let's definitely stop the pregnancy on some of these items <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long gestation period oh um, my boy hey sean have you signed up for the hot young designers club newsletter oh no really is this you not wanting to clutter your inbox with a lot of excess junk no no let me do it where do i need to go you need to go to hotyoungdesignersclub.com scroll down till you get to the subscribe button just pop in your email address and your name all right i'm doing it right now is this going to be a bunch of spam? It's not. It's actually not going to be anything until we actually get around to sending something. But we have big plans and we want to be able to send surveys to get feedback from our audience. And maybe once in a while, a special surprise or a recap. All right. I'm on it. Thank you. Back to the show. Should we get okay. into our business goals? Yeah. Okay. We should just bounce it. Like you do one, I'll do one. It'll be cool. I promise. Okay. So I'll start with, I have a minimum income goal that I really want to hit this year. I put them out there in the past couple of years, but then I didn't do the work to really track it. Mm -hmm. So this kind of goes back to the smart goal thing. Sure. I want to make X amount of money, but then how a a is that enough and b how yeah and how do you know that you did it or are on track or any of those things so i have created some spreadsheets for myself as well as hired a bookkeeper and started using new girl software. high five thank you jesus <laughs> i have been um, waiting for you to do that i know Part of it, like, it was just a lot of um, committing to certain services and processes. Like, I'm committed to Studio Designer. Yes. Um, and this bookkeeper uses it, so I feel really supported and excited. So, I will also be tracking what I'm doing weekly and get a grip on it. Get a grip. Good girl. God, good God, girl, get a grip. The five G's. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. I'm in the same zone. I didn't intentionally have it that our first two were aligned, but in, in that vein of what you're saying of minimum income goal, I 
in the tracking went back to the larger picture, which is where I kind of feel like you almost have to start with where you're at, which is I have this income goal. How am I going to get it? And I tracked all the way back with like the entire revenue stream. So everything that comes in needs to start at X number in order for it to boil down after all my business expenses and everything else to be able to generate what for me, like what am I going to walk away with? So that's like Mm -hmm. your minimum income goal. And for me, I know it doesn't, and I don't know that we've talked too much on the pod about this, but for me, that that minimum revenue goal that I want to be at is between 150000 and 200000 So that way, after all expenses, I can walk away with an income that's satisfying for me, but it's also in achievable categories. And I think we both broke it down into what are our revenue streams? Where do we mm-hmm. make money in our businesses, whether it's consults, hourly billing, or product? And I think that I know that that's not huge. That's not a huge number by what some designers would say, but to start off at a six figure or be firmly within a six figure revenue stream is a really solid place to be for me to be able to think about my life, my happiness. But also most of your, most of your projects are service-based and you're not doing super heavy product-based projects like you're not selling like whole house furniture installs no which which is what would bump that um gross revenue number up yeah and that's sort of that's and like you're saying because you could have like a million dollars in revenue but your markup is 10 percent, so you don't have you don't make anything yeah (laughs) so like for me that was part of this was it's a a shift like, okay, how am I going to get that? It's a shift to the way my business operates. It's a shift to the type of project. So that's- Your numbers also based on how your business operates. Like if I wanted to sell a ton of furniture, my revenue goal might be higher to get my income. Oh yeah, exactly. And that's where part of this is breaking it down into- what size project is that? And how am I going to get it? And how many of them do I need to do that? So think of that's part of the thought process of, okay, great. It's good to have a number, but what are you going to do to get to it? Exactly. Um, okay. I am really uncomfortable with this one and it's so weird, but I'm going to, to <laughs> I'm going to, um, try to get no I'm going to get published three times yes um ideally it's client work um but I'm not putting any caveats on that I have been published um mostly locally but I never pitch myself so I have a really hard time doing that and it's totally a mental block so it's also kind of a shit ton of work, but no, not shit ton. The first but... Few, but once you've got a process, like, it, yeah, no, it's, it's true. Repeatable. And then once you have a relationship, like that totally helps too. Yeah. So I'm going to put a few projects out there and got start this. rolling them out. I don't, I don't find that I get 
a ton of traction. Well, I don't want to say that. I People will say, oh, I think I saw a room you did on, on my domain or in Rue. So it, it does help, but I feel like it's, it's not a, it's definitely not a vanity goal. Like, it's not like I got published, so I feel great. It does add a lot of credibility. Like clients see that and they notice those. They things. may not find, like, I don't think I will get found that way. Actually I have in my local press, but I don't, but it's more of a, um, putting that on your website and having it just as a, um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Credibility. Yeah. You're definitely going to totally, every bit makes a difference of like, oh, this is who I'm working with. Like, I'm excited. Like other people in the industry find them reliable and the work they're doing is good and quality. And I'm here for that. Um, Three must be a magic number because my, another goal for me was I have some projects that are in the pipeline that started at the end of last year that won't be finished until like middle of this year or maybe later. And my goal is to have three portfolio worthy projects photographed or because 2020, it could still be a shit show out there, at least scheduled to photograph during this year. And I have the projects on deck to be able to get there. It's just making sure that the goal is to keep them on track, keep them where they need to be, stay focused on getting them out there because last year was such a challenge to that. And I don't want to lose sight of it. I know. And it feels, um, I have a couple of projects that I need to go back to and it just, I really have to make myself handle it. Yeah. It's like shoots are a lot of work. And... It's a lot of work for us. It's a lot of work for the clients, like mm-hmm. to have to go back and make sure their house is in order, get out of there. Like they're not our client anymore. So it can it, it can feels feel like, an like a big ask. Yeah, it feels yeah. like a big ask. Yeah. So that's kind of my keep these projects that I have really in that portfolio worthy vein of these are things I want to do more of and really focus on getting them photographed, being there for them, you know, getting them out into the universe, whether, whether they're published or not, not, that's not my big thing. It's just really being able to put my best work forward. Yes. I'm into it. (laughs) I'm here for it. Um, this one is really the number one because it helps with everything else. I need to rely on outside help. This is really hard for me to do. I have a personal issue with asking for help. I am the oldest child. I am the Virgo. I kind of always relied on myself to just handle stuff. I never like to look like I don't know what I'm doing. So although I always look like I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) No. It's Um, a mom thing too to not ask for help. Um yeah, I don't know. It's like a like a a sign of weakness to get help, but it's not. 
it's also like I see it as like a pattern in my family. Like, like my was break. just a sad, weird story. But like my grandfather literally was having an active heart attack, drove himself to the hospital, parked his own car, walked, walked tried in. to walk into the ER. It's like that mentality. So <laughs> I mean, that's I'm a not journey. Like, yeah. yeah, let's not do that. Let's get yeah. Let's do let's yeah. Get help. Let's call the ambulance. But um, uh, so yeah. So I'm starting with, I guess my smart goals for that were to have two calls with virtual assistant options Perfect. to interview. I had one um, and I'm starting with outsourcing plans and drawings because that's just the easiest without like having to um, communicate process and yeah over explaining so like that's a real like packaged type of thing of it doesn't require more work on your part mm -hmm. to do it and I just get like, give a mouse a cookie with this kind of stuff. Like, oh, well, if I hire them, then I got to make sure all of my processes are streamlined. And I have like a document that outlines the way oh, I do gosh. every single thing and all the emails I've ever written. Like, no goals. I would love all that, but yeah. it's not happening <laughs> until I get help. So these can be piecemealed. Like you can legit yeah. chunk, chunk off here is a standalone task or here is a group of tasks that my virtual assistant can do. And here's a group of things that the, the, what do you call the companies who I have dra a draftsman that I work with to create drawings and plans. He's actually an architect, but he like, he, he gets that stuff done because I'm only one person and I just, and I need more. Like I, I've been, I've been telling you separately, like I'm building a repertoire, not a repertoire, a date, a list of, companies I can work with because they're all freaking busy right now in greater mm. LA. They're great. They're everywhere. They're busy all over the country. And I need a few people to source from instead of like my one preferred local person that I've worked with on a handful of projects. I need more of them because now it's just so busy. And it's just that like getting started thing is so hard, like with any kind of professional assistance, like even if mm -hmm, it's like a mm -hmm. therapist, like hiring the therapist, like finding the therapist is the hardest part. Giving them the back you started and then you just <laughs> show up. So yeah. Um, yeah. So kind of like developing a rapport and trust and just going from there. So I feel really excited about that and ready. That sounds like excitement in your voice. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah. There are things that, like, I think I was talking to Claire about this. Um, that I get like emo, or maybe it was you, but I get emotional, like bottlenecks with things like, oh, I think we were talking about it. Like, mm -hmm. i.e., oh, I gotta go. I got to email this vendor to find out what's up with my order because the back order keeps getting pushed. I have a really bad feeling about it that they're going to give me bad news again. And I'm going to have to tell the client times 10 things and it's just not getting done. So like an assistant like you avoid is not the bad news. Yeah. And cause they're not, it's not 
being shipped so i know and so it's not happening so let the assistant do that let the assistant do it because they don't get all they're not invested emotionally in that no yeah yeah i'm here for that like take the emotion out of it and if you need someone to help you do it done like and the goal would be hopefully the work that they do can be can be done at a, a lower rate than your rate and if you need to mark up or bill, you know, higher to be able to accommodate that service, you still end up covering everything. You're not going out of pocket for that. Yeah. It's like, I can up like upcharge their times directly. Or if I don't, if I can't, it's also, I can get more, take on more work, which just increases volume. So right. You're freed up to be able to do more of what you want to do. Let's do it. Um, Speaking of getting getting more clients, um, it started as a vanity goal. Like when I started writing out the 2021 goal, it was like, I want to get to, you know, 7,000 Instagram followers. But I also realized like, no, this isn't really a vanity goal because a large, like more than 75% of my inquiries are now coming via Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like that's where most people will say they found me or where they started discovering me more so it's not really a vanity goal to be able to reach more people but the the part of that that kind of builds on how am I getting there is I really 2020 threw us all for a loop I didn't stick with a regular posting schedule I got complacent I had business coming in but I have to be realistic that I I need to keep on that stream all the time. I, I need to be always planning to keep the pipeline of new business filled. So I'm, I've committed to posting at least five times a week. Um, part of it is supplementing that with my uh, blogging, which ha- was a little bit disappointing in 2020, but you know, we're not oh, doing as much. You did pretty good. You did more than I, I did. I did okay, but I want to commit, I've committed to two blog posts per month. I'm not going to get crazy. I know some people are like minimum once a week. Two a month is a stretch goal for me. That's like, let's be lot. honest. Like, <laughs> because I don't do like quick shorty blog posts. I really want to put a lot together and have some ideas in it. And so two a month is like, okay, that's good. If I end up higher, sweet. But two a month is great. And I also switched back my Instagram account. I tried for a couple months, the creator profile Mm -hmm. versus business profile. Creator's nice. You get the music back in your profile and to use it for stories and stuff, but it wasn't allowing me to post automatically using Planoly. So I switched it back to business so I can auto post with Planoly and I'm able to plan my Instagram posts in advance, get my hashtag packages automatically posting and then I can dedicate 30 minutes or less to my engagement each day of like going on, reading comments, writing back to messages, because I, I don't want to be spending my whole day on Instagram. I need to be spending the better portion of my day billing hours to clients. So. Yeah. And you can batch. Right. Your posting. You better I work batch. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that Sophie's choice of music versus auto post. I mean, it's it was cool, but for me, the the le- it's less cool to not be able to schedule a post when I'm 
on Zoom presentations or talking to clients. And I'm like, oh shit, when I get off that call, I have to do my Instagram post. Is this the best time to post? It's like, oh girl, I don't. I know. I'm not here for that journey in 2021. So I bit the bullet, switched back. It is nice that you can switch back and forth. Um, I, okay, I support your goal. I just, I know you were kind of feeling like, not maybe rebellious, but like annoyed at this idea of posting most days. Um, I guess you were like questioning the value of it. Yeah. So I'm glad you found the way that something that made sense. And I just have I to think- say, if you don't post every day, it like it's like you're not you're, you're never shooting- gonna grow. You're shooting yourself in the foot by not doing it for growth. Uh, yeah, just, for, you have for, to be clear on your goal. Yeah. And for me, it was about, it's about like the whole thing we talked about for those of you that go back, it's like a good affirmation is Anastasia Casey's yeah. episode from the identity collective. We interviewed her really early in the show. We'll link her episode in the show notes, but her strategies are like time tested. Like we know they work, we know they're valuable. Um, And then she also has a good blog post that was created that has like an Instagram editorial calendar of like kind of a a, a framework to follow if you're looking Mm -hmm. for posting ideas can be the most challenging and it's good. So we'll link that to in the show notes because I just think it's, a fantastic resource when you're like, okay, how do I get started? Let's rip off the band-aid. Yeah, I concur. So well 2021 is gonna be it's not gonna be the same shit show. It's gonna be a different shit show. <laughs> Probably um, still a shit show, but just a different one, which hey. Genuine I'm actually I mean, I mean it. I'm genuinely excited about the possibilities, the opportunities, the goals that we've set, the ideas that we have out there. And then also we've offline talked about some of our personal things that we want to achieve in the year. And I'm I'm here to root everybody on and I want that for all of us. So, I mean, I would like to know what, what listeners are planning also um yeah and and if something has helped you get there like hit us up get at the get at our email get on our dms yes anymore you can still set goals oh for sure set goals that no longer serve you like 2020 we kind of had to abandon some ideas pivot, pivot that bitch and that's okay. Like, okay, here's realistic. Yeah, if you missed a big chunk of January, guess what? January is normally kind of a slow period for stuff anyway. So your goals were probably going to be achieved a lot in like February and onward in our industry. It's like not a lot of people are seeking out as much in January. It's not right. a big and sense your goals, of urgency. Your goals don't care what month it is. Yeah. <laughs> your You're going to make it up. In the summer, you're going to make it up in the fall. You're going to, it's okay to like, January can be a little bit of a wash if you didn't get your planning done at the end of last year. That's okay. Right. 
like my reading goal, I read about 20 books in the month of December because I wanted to hit my goal. And I read so zero you, in March and April. So whatever. You just powered through at the end of the year. Like, I bam, you still got it. Kinda. You still got it. I still got it. <laughs> well, you still got it. Well, welcome back, Carter. Welcome back. Welcome um, back, welcome back. How, how do you even know what that is? You're too young to know. I mean, we had TV land. I remember welcome when it was back. actually Welcome on. back, Mr. Cotter. Um, well, until next time. Stay hot, designers. Thanks for joining this meeting of the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Check out the show notes there for links to things we talked about today. We are keeping the conversation going on Instagram, so don't forget to like, comment, and follow at Hot Young Designers Club. You can find Rebecca on Instagram at Studio Plum. And you can find Sean at Renstead Interiors. That's W-R-E-N-S-T-E-D. me of it isn't there anymore <laughs> like you don't want to just like have yeah. a bunch of little sides <laughs> like, i don't want have... appetizers when am i gonna actually eat the freaking meal okay like, i don't want a charcuterie dinner right now i want <laughs> Can to I... use a fork and a knife <laughs> <laughs> word of your life <laughs> No, 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 no. That's okay. That's my word of the year. I'm not here to tell you no on your no. I'm not here to yuck your no. Not.